It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. Today's episode is the 11th installment of my subseries, Tales from the Bargain Bin, where I look at albums that were released by major labels, but for whatever reason, did not sell as many copies as the company and or the artist had hoped they would, and therefore ended up on the discount racks of record stores. Superhero comic books. In 2022, they are the center of much of the Western entertainment industry. The most bankable stars in the movie industry aren't actors, but rather the extraordinarily powered characters that originated in the pages of illustrated fiction magazines published by Marvel or DC. And such characters also star in many of the television series that attract subscribers to the major streaming services such as Disney Plus and HBO Go. But there was a time when superheroes were seen merely as entertainment for children, and any mainstream entertainment based on them played up the melodramatic and campy aspects of the genre, from the 60s TV version of Batman to the short film serials that were made of characters like Superman and Flash Gordon in the early years of sound cinema. In short, the general public didn't take them seriously, but they still held a place in the hearts of certain people due to childhood nostalgia, which perhaps explains how, when a couple of relatively unknown musicians wrote a concept album about a strong, costumed intergalactic law enforcer and his battles with evil aliens, it attracted many famous and accomplished rock musicians from both Britain and the United States. And this is the origin of the subject of Tales from the Bargain Bin number 11, Flash Fearless versus the Zorg Women, parts 5 and 6. Songwriters Steve Hammond and David Pierce came up with the idea of a series of songs that told a story about a hero fighting evil aliens in space in 1973. This was around the time that the Rocky Horror Show premiered on stage in London, and it would seem that Hammond and Pierce were looking to do for early 20th century science fiction characters like Flash Gordon what Rocky Horror did for early horror movies, add rock music, adult humor, and sexual innuendo. They sold this concept to Chrysalis Records, and somehow they managed to assemble a group of major names and respected industry professionals to perform the songs. They included several British stars, headlined by the rhythm section for The Who, bassist John N. Whistle and drummer Keith Moon. Other prominent figures in the British rock scene who contributed included Justin Hayward of the Moody Blues, Bill Bruford of King Crimson, James Dewar from Stone the Crows, Eddie Jobson from Roxy Music, Kenny Jones from The Faces, Elkie Brooks from Vinegar Joe, Matty Pryor of Steel Eye Span, Scottish singer Frankie Miller, and prolific session pianist Nicky Hopkins. In addition, three Americans were on the record. Carmine Apice, formerly of Vanilla Fudge, played drums. Jim Dandy Mangrum of the group Black Oak, Arkansas, did some lead vocals. And the highest profile contributor of all, and the man who sang the role of Flash Fearless himself, was both an American 
and someone with plenty of experience mixing rock with theatricality. That would be, of course, Detroit's own Alice Cooper. Recording took place in the fall of 1974, and the following year, probably with high expectations due to the heavyweights involved, Chrysalis Records released Flash Fearless vs. the Zorg Women, Parts 5 and 6. The LP cover depicts a blue-skinned woman with long, thick, rope-like strands of hair that remind one of the mythical figure Medusa. She is wearing what appears to be a red teddy that that seems to have a scaly surface, as well as matching red thigh-high boots. She is sitting astride a pale green gloved hand holding a lightning bolt. In the bottom right corner is a blonde man wearing a blue and red costume, similar to Superman's but without the cape, and this guy's running away. The album title is at the top, and to the left and the right of the woman's head are listed the names of Alice Cooper, Elkie Brooks, John Entwistle, Jim Dandy, Maddie Pryor, and Justin Hayward, followed by the phrase, and many more. In the bottom left corner is an info box like you would find on a comic book, reading RPM Comic 147 February, like it was the February issue of a comic book and the 147th book in the title's run. Inside the sleeve, in addition to the record, was an actual comic book depicting parts five and six of the Zorg women's storyline. Yes, we're supposed to be coming in into in the middle of the story, not the beginning. I wonder if this is where George Lucas got that idea from. Anyway, what is the music on the record like? Let's find out. Track one. Track one is Trapped. It's sung by Elkie Brooks as the character Della, Flash Fearless's girlfriend slash sidekick. It's a soul rock song on which she recounts the various sticky situations she and Flash have gotten into in the past. Here are a few lyrics. Trapped, we're at the mercy of the pigmen. Trapped, we've only got seconds to live. Trapped, it looks to be curtains for us this time. We've used up all the chances that a fickle fate can give. Trapped, we're at the mercy of the snake men. Trapped, bound hand to foot to the wall, bound hand and foot to the wall, excuse me. Trapped, don't like us messing in the sand pen. Caught in what would be the last adventure for us all. It's a nice little tone setter. Kind of a damsel in distress number. Waiting for the emergence of a conquering hero. Which leads nicely into track two. Track two. I'm Flash is a hard rock number on which Alice Cooper introduces himself as our main protagonist, like so. I'm Flash. I'm the hero. I'm the bopper who's the papa of the crew. I'm Flash, and I fight evil, and my spaceship flies the red, white, and blue. I'm Flash, like a streaker. You'll find me cruising out among the stars, and I'm feared by every outlaw and every renegade from Jupiter to Mars. The jails are full in Saturn, and I can tell you why, because I'm the full-blasting, proto-blasting hero of the sky. On Mars, the smugglers starve, no matter what they try, because I'm the everlasting, flabbergasting guy who's flying high. I'm Flash. Yeah, I'm the hero from the star-spangled U.S. of A. I believe in packing punching power and hitting fast, because that's the only way. I'm Flash, and I'm a mover. My spaceship glides at twice the speed of light. I'm Flash, and I'm a He-Man. I'm a six fi- I'm a six foot one inch block of dynamite. I'm flash in shining armor, and I love to rescue damsels in distress. 
and my wavelength is always open so I can answer any call of SOS. This was the album's lead single, and it's easy to see why. Alice owns the character in his inimitable, cocky style. When he's out front, you buy the whole concept of the record and want to know what happens. We'll see if the rest of the album maintains this momentum. Track 3 Country Cookin' is a hillbilly blues number sung by Jim Dandy Mangrum through what sounds like gritted teeth. Apparently he's a prisoner in an outer space correctional facility pining for the comforts of home, like a faithful dog, homemade ice cream, and what he describes in this verse. I'm serving my time on a ship on the line. It once was painted blue. It's been a long years. It's been a long six years since the best side. I've six more years to do. Give me some country cooking, some sweet mountain air, some mighty good looking girls sitting there. I get this song's place in the story, but it doesn't really do much for me. Track four. Track four is What's Happening, sung by James Dewar. It's from the point of view of a male prisoner of the Zorg women who seems to be in love with their king, who is, of course, a woman, like in that movie, the, you know, the bus that couldn't slow down. Here's an excerpt. An excerpt, excuse me. I'm fading. Tr time goes drifting past. What's happening? You're moving so fast. Humble traveler till I stumbled on you. I can't remember what I was going to, and just what's happening is so hard to tell. What kind of place is this? Is it heaven or hell? And touching you now makes me sure if I try for all time, you'll never be mine. But I'll always be yours. This is okay, but now I'm ready to hear from Alice again. And here he is on track five. Track five. On Space Pirates... Flash talks about some of the evil aliens he's battled in the past. Here's a lyrical sample. Out of the blue came a kill-crazy crew whose motto was Stomp on the Weak. With bones in their hair, they were hungry as bears, and their leader was King of the Freaks. They was space pirates, the lowest scum of the yellow sun. They was space pirates, sack a galaxy just for fun. Well, now out of the blue came this wolf pack who knew that the name of the game was to hate. Perverts and pimps followed one-legged gimps. They was bow-legged bastards of fate. They was space pirates. Skulls lie white on the Martian sands. They was space pirates. Empires ransom in their hands. People were scared. Out of the blue came this mind-blowing zoo. A collection of mutated crud. Death on their hips. There was foam on their lips. And behind them, a shadow of blood. They was space pirates. Broken bodies and twisted minds. They were space pirates, screaming nightmares left behind. Again, Alice is convincing and exciting as the cocky hero describing the scary creatures he has dispatched. The album comes back to life again. Track 6 Track 6 is Sacrifice. It's Elkie Brooks singing again, but this time she's in the role of the Zorg King, introducing herself and her race of powerful women lyrics now. We are gold. We are light. We have power of the night. We are might. We're the swords. We're the action. We're the cause. We are ice. We are vice. We are zorgs. We're the zorgs. It's all right, but still somewhat of a come down. And like a lot of these songs, I feel like it's too long. 
many of them take more than 30 seconds for the lyrics to kick in. Where I think in a concept album that's supposed to tell a story, the words should begin within the first 10 seconds of the songs. That's just my opinion. Track 7. Track 7 is To the Chop. Sung by John Entwistle in his best Elvis impersonation, it's a retro rock song in which the Ox's character is a male slave of the Zorgs who is no longer of use to them and is being taken to be castrated. Here's some lyrics. I'm done screwing. I stand alone. Come on, baby. Let's hit the road. Come on, baby. Take me to the chop. Just hanging out. Lose control. Scream and shout rock and roll. Come on, baby. Let's go watch it drop. We'll do the snip. We'll have a ball. So let's get hip. I hear the call. This is a comedy relief piece. It reminds me of Hot Patootie Bless My Soul, the song Meatloaf sings as the character Eddie in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It doesn't move the plot along, but it's a fun couple minutes. Track 8. Track 8 is Super Snatch. That's the title. It's sung by Frankie Miller, and it tells the story about how the current king of the Zorg women ascended to the throne. Here's part of the tale. She was born in a beaten, broken-down slum some 20 years ago in a town not, for, not too far west of here called Quasinachalo. That's the best I could make out. Her ma was an old-time cutie and fun bag known as Test Tube. It's been a long, hard climb out of Zorgan time. Gonna sort out all you do. The king before her screwed to death in a ritual stampede. They scored the floor for some magic girl with the necessary need. When the wild ones asked, they held her fast. They clapped on the sacred trust, slipped on a ring, proclaimed her king. She started all this fuss. There's nothing wrong with exposition in this context, but it could be done more excitingly. This would be a good time for another Alice Cooper song. Track 9. But instead, track 9 is Georgia Syncopator, sung by Maddie Pryor. It's country pop about a girl who once ran off with a musician who then left her behind. Hey sister, you're looking at a small town scandal. It happened when I caught the sleepy eye of a drumming man. He was a star attraction with the band the Georgia Syncopators, trucking with the country music across the land. For three months and a day, he played his song for me. And when I'd finally wake up in nowhere, Tennessee, drinking beer for breakfast with my baby, drinking gin for tea, sleeping late in small towns and loving shamelessly. But I was underage and that was a small town scandal. What does this have to do with the story? My guess is that the, this girl, the guy this girl's talking about is the guy who was singing in country cooking, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'd understand if I had the album with the comic book. But I don't. Track 10. Track 10 is Blast Off. It's sung by Jim Dandy again, but I'm not sure what character he's playing. Anyway, he's trying to escape something. Here's the lyrics. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Blast Off. Don't get hung up. Don't get strung out. Don't let life on Terra drag you down. We can make it. Controllers not make it. Let's board the Argo right away. Head for the sky right away. Blast off into infinity. 
blast off into eternity. This would have been better if Alice as Flash had sung it. It would have given a satiric edge to the typical typical hero character, like, you know, how he's full of bravado and claims to be this tough guy, but he's always ready to bail at the first convenient moment. But I'm sure the next Alice Cooper track will bring the album back to life. Track 11. Track 11 is a reprise of Trapped. Basically, it's the album's three backup singers who were actually a group in and of themselves known as Thunder Thighs. Yes, Thunder Thighs. Anyway, it's them seeing the word trapped and that part about fickle fate. And that's it. That's it. That's it. I get that this is meant to be a story that began before we joined it and continues where we leave it, but still, in the real world, this is a standalone product, so you would hope it would have a more spectacular conclusion. I'll give my overall impressions of the album and talk about what happened to it right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you are moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music. Or click on the link click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. So I'd say this album is a disappointment, especially given the talent involved. The concept had potential, and casting Alice Cooper as the vainglorious bastard hero was a masterstroke. But there's just not enough Flash Fearless here. You should have had at least a couple more songs, maybe a confrontational duet with the King of the Zorg women. That could have been the centerpiece of the story. More More songs, period, could have fleshed out the story. They could have made this a double album, or maybe they could have shortened five or six of the songs here by a minute each and made more room. This isn't Tommy. It isn't Rocky Horror. It isn't Welcome to My Nightmare. Nowhere near any of these. It's an interesting idea, dulled by half-baked execution. The Flash Fearless album, as you probably surmised by now, flopped. It didn't chart in Britain and only made the bubbling under-albums chart on Billboard. Everyone involved quickly moved on with their careers, with this album as just an obscure footnote. Steve Hammond and David Pierce did try to rework the material as a stage show, and it was performed at a small small theater in Los Angeles in 1981 under the new title of Captain Crash vs. the Zorg Women with two Zs. Parts five and six. They kept that part. But it quickly came and went. This album went out of print and was never reissued. Although both I'm Flash and Space Pirates did appear on the 1999 box set, The Life and Crimes of Alice Cooper. And speaking of Alice, I can tell you that we haven't heard the last of him this month. 
Remember what this month is. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. That's all I'm going to say for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead. Or on the blog post with this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram account, at Old Man Yells at Music. And if you can't remember all that, I now have an Old Man Yells at Music link tree, so you can check that out. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus Microdose episodes, including the latest with Tom Jones. And you can make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All are quarter for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're heading back to October of 1976. Gerald Ford was president, and he was trying to get elected for the first time. Piece of cake, right? Anyway, I'm Roger Stroop, saying, Flash! Ah! He'll save every one of us. I think that's the wrong Flash, but anyway, stay safe.